got uh, none other than Nishal Shetty, uh, the CEO and founder of Wazir X, which is a Mumbai-based exchange, a peer-to-peer exchange in India. And they've got some, some pretty great news, um, really historic news for the cryptocurrency world. Uh, but before we get into all of that, uh, first off, Nishal, thanks so much for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, um, glad to be on the show. And thanks a lot for having me here. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really this is a super interesting time for cryptocurrencies and in particular exchanges, but specifically for Wazirx, right? You're uh, you've you've just sort of kind of snatched a nice little merger there. Um, in, in case people don't already know, uh, you have linked up with Binance, which is uh, arguably uh, the biggest uh, international exchange uh, of of them all, and uh, certainly one of the more innovative. Uh, you know, congratulations on that, and uh, take us through a little bit about your your thinking. Um, why why is now the time to uh, to partner with with uh, Binance? Uh, thanks a lot for that. I think yep, this is indeed uh, uh, I would say a great news for the uh, not just for us as a team, but even for the entire Indian uh, ecosystem. Um, and you know, surprisingly, this so by the way, this is uh, uh, the first time ever that there's been an acquisition in the. Uh, crypto ecosystem in India. Uh, so Wazirx happens to be the first company in India uh, in the crypto space to be acquired uh, by an international company. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So uh, I, so talking about you know the whole thought process behind uh, why we did what we did. I think um, the we we've been so we launched Wazirx in March 2018, and just about a month after we launched, the whole uh, banking restriction in India came. We can talk about these restrictions, uh, uh, you know, going right. ahead in the podcast. Right. But um, we just, it was just one month in, you know, and uh, then we realized that we had to, um, you know, quickly um, uh, tweak ourselves and change ourselves and adapt to the changing regulation in India, which we did. Uh, but along the way, one of the most important things I've realized in the last uh, 15 to 18 months of building is that unlike every other industry out there, this is a very nascent industry. In fact, I think all of us happen to be one of those early uh, people in an ecosystem like crypto. You know, we, we've we always been used to being part of something that already existed, was already huge. Like the internet, I think most of right. us, we, we were not like the early people who were telling others, hey, you should, you know, use the internet, it's great. We were people who were told that, you know, the internet is good, get on it. But I think with crypto, we are the building uh, members of the whole ecosystem. And to do that, there's a lot of effort. I mean, now I have a lot more respect for those who spread the internet around, you know, because there's a lot of hard work you have to do. And and it's not just hard work, you need resources, you need expertise, which I realized, uh, you know, in India, if we want to do that, we need 
someone who's seen a lot more than what we have done a lot more than what we have and uh, that's where uh, binance comes into the picture because uh, if you look at the rapid crazy growth that they have achieved as an exchange as a community i mean you know we yeah we just look at exchange part that's one but you know look at uh, like i'll give you a simple example of the whole uh, binance angel ecosystem they you know it's unbelievable it's crazy that there are people in different countries wanting to help the binance community out of free will it's not even like they're throwing money at people and saying become an angel it's just a privilege and just a, uh, a motivation for people to be an angel in different countries so i think there's a lot to learn from them and which is what was the biggest motivation the other was the mission part of things you know where binance wants to make uh, crypto accessible to everyone around the world which is what we at wazirx always wanted to do and i think uh, when missions align as teams you can really go rapidly forward and uh, so that was these were like you know some of the factors that uh, helped us get into this whole deal with binance yeah and you've got there a star um in uh, um chengpeng sao uh, cz and he is just a force of nature um did you have much interaction with him in particular or uh was this uh, strictly on a on a business uh, level i i met cz um at the beginning of the deal you know and uh, um i think him as a uh, you know leader in the crypto space i think that's a very motivating thing because when you talk to him you realize he's at a stage where he does not really need to work for money you know and right. that's where uh, the beauty of the interaction starts because uh, that's the last thing in his mind uh, the most important thing is how do we ensure that you know there's more participation in the ecosystem how do we ensure that the right things are done for people in the ecosystem and uh, those kind of conversations are really you know uh, important and also fun to have and then it's not like you're working you're you're more of uh, solving a problem or uh, achieve, you know going towards a mission and that was a, a experience i had talking to cz and uh, you know it was very early on i spoke to him then recently we met again at uh, the super meet up that happened in singapore uh, and then i'm connected to him on on and off on uh, telegram and stuff so yeah and so did, did so there's you know i, I guess you could say uh, we were talking uh, pre uh, pre recording here um pre interview i guess we were talking about uh, the the importance of the indian uh crypto market um and you sort of alluded to it uh, uh earlier here uh in terms of the the uneasy relationship between uh the modi government and uh and crypto but i i would say the mm, shifting of the crypto universe towards asia generally um tends to go east and india is, is sometimes skipped over I think that's changing just because of the sheer muscle that the country has in terms of one point, uh, you know, X amount of people, three to six, you know, billion people. And you're in a city, I, I guess you're technically in a, in the largest city in India, right? Yeah. Um, and probably it's, uh, I'm in Mumbai. It's the financial mm-hmm. capital of India. In a way. Right. And so you're, you, you have sort of a firsthand view of India's, cryptocurrency scene how you know how important do you think it is for binance who who you know obviously is 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 you know going to take over the world <laughs> if they haven't already they're just so incredible i i can't keep up 
uh, with all of their <laughs> innovations and everything. They're, they're everywhere all at once. Um, how important do you think the, the India market is? I guess we could start with Binance, but just, you know, cryptocurrency generally. Yeah, I think, uh, see, if you, you know, I think Binance is in a very unique position, by the way, where, uh, you know, on one side, they um, ha- are comfortable with the whole, uh, uh, you know, ecosystem in China. And the other end you have mm-hmm. uh, now, because of Wazirx, you have India. So that's like crazy, you know, uh, because China, I think traditionally, because of the language barrier, it's not an easy country to uh, go for outsiders. But India, if you look at it, it's been a country where, you know, a lot of the global products have uh, gotten acceptance within the ecosystem. You know, if you look at you know, like our the search engine we use is Google. The uh, you know top uh, um, uh, e-commerce site is Amazon and Flipkart, which is now owned by Walmart. So if you look at it, there's a lot of uh, global players in India. Uh, so India, I think, is uh, strategically important not just for finance but even crypto as a you know uh, ecosystem because uh, a lot more companies can gain entry into india because of the uh, i think the language barrier not being there english works out here and you can you know uh, talk to people out here you that's can, interesting um, yeah so so i think india is very very important from a uh, crypto ecosystem kind of point of view uh, i mean see we hear the same podcast uh, this podcast we are doing people around the world can hear it, including everyone in India. So yeah, mm-hmm. this is a definitely very interesting market. And surprisingly, it's been untapped. Untapped, why? Because of the whole policy, uh, regulatory uncertainties. Right. It's been untapped. But if you look at everything that has happened over the internet, uh, India has traditionally always been a little you know, behind uh, other countries in terms of adoption. But when it happens, it's rapid in India. Uh, take, for example, the internet. We were late to the internet. But the adoption happened rapidly now. I think I recently read we have over about 500 million people online today. Unreal. Which is, which is yeah, <laughs> unreal. So that, and then uh, take uh, mobile phones, for example. Again, the penetration. Uh, in a way, India skipped the whole desktop you know, uh, ad- adoption point of view, directly moved to mobile. But mobile has been crazy now. Uh, I don't know the metrics, but I think I've, I'm yet to see someone who says I don't have a mobile phone. You know, Be it in the cities, be it in the villages, everyone has it. Um, so I think next wave will be crypto, which uh, probably right now the whole regulatory uncertainty is playing out. But I, th- I also think this is a very interesting thing because, uh, you know, the crypto market is very new for it to gain mass adoption. A lot more products need to be built. A lot more work needs to be done. So while the ecosystem is doing its part of building out, I think India is doing its part of understanding the legalities and what to do. And it will all converge somewhere where then we will see like a boom, a big, massive, you know, adoption in this country. Uh, probably in the next two years, three years. I don't know. But I, I'm sure when it hits, it hit, it'll hit crazy and there'll be like mass adoption of crypto here. And, you know, there's uh, for, for listeners who aren't uh, too keen um, on uh, exactly all the goings on in India, there has been a Herculean battle um, at sort of the highest legal levels uh, within the country uh, between its uh, its cryptocurrency businesses and whether or not its uh, central banks and uh, its its financial classes uh, want to allow uh, cryptocurrency to bloom there. And <clears throat> as you, I, I think it's easy to, I don't think it's controversial to say that a, a government that's trying to wield you know one point something billion people uh, has an easy time of making any policy whatsoever. So here comes along these, these financial hotshots. 
uh, who, you know, if you listen to the media rhetoric and, you know, some of the scare tactics around the world uh, are here to upend the, you know, the entire financial system as it exists. And then India has uh, some, you know, with Modi and so on and, and, and uh, demonetizing certain cash features and, you know, all these different things that, that went on in the last uh, couple of years. I, I, I think it's easy to say that, you know, a, a government like India would necessarily be a little skeptical about cryptocurrency. But what is, so there's the reality of that. And then there's actual adoption and sort of the India, the Indian street. And I realize you're just one guy, you're a super important guy. So you're not just any guy, but you're just one guy in India. So I don't expect you to speak for everybody, but uh, you're our, you're our portal there. What, what is the sort of the India street like in terms of crypto adoption and, and, and what do people there think of it and how open are they to it? And relative to, you know, you said you have kind of, I guess, an optimistic view in the next couple of years that uh, the government will find that, that happy medium to allow it to exist. But um, what, what's, what's the sort of the average person's take on cryptocurrency there? Yeah, see, I think in India, there's a lot of confusion still amongst, you know, those who are not deep into crypto about whether it's even legal here, uh, you know, whether they can mm-hmm. actually buy crypto. So uh, that is always this niche people, uh, segment, which is they know everything. They know they can buy, sell. There's nothing illegal about it. There's a banking restriction, but uh, people are allowed to buy and sell amongst themselves, which is where the peer-to-peer, uh, you know, part of Buzzirex comes in. Mm-hmm. But, but the general population, they've all heard of, uh, you know, crypto, at least Bitcoin, they know. They, uh, there might be uh, many who do not know uh, what is crypto, but they would know what is Bitcoin. So I think Bitcoin is more popular amongst uh, everyone, thanks to the 2017 bull run that happened. Because, uh, you know, it got covered everywhere in the media, uh, be it print, be it on uh, news, uh, television, mm-hmm. everywhere it was covered. So everyone has heard about it. It's not an alien uh, subject. But there is mass confusion whether it is banned, whether it is allowed or not. And that's where my work and a lot of other people in the ecosystem of the work comes in to educate the masses that you can actually buy this. Uh, many think that, you know, the uh, word, the whole crypto or Bitcoin is criminal by default. Like, you know, they think only criminals use it. Because that's a narrative that have been spread across, you know, uh, in the initial uh, days of uh, when the whole boom and then the bear market came in. But yeah, I'm here to do the very thing of spreading the right information, which is what I've been doing. A lot more other people in the ecosystem have been doing. And I think what is happening is uh, the young population of India, which is about the 18 to 24 year olds, they have been the uh, massive force into crypto in India out here. So if you look at it, it's all these youngsters who are vigorously taking to crypto. And, you know, having spoken to a lot of those people, the youngsters, I realized the reason is, you know, they, uh, less, they look, uh, a lot of them look at crypto from an investment point of view. You know? it, that's what majority of them do right now. Hmm. And what they see is they, as, you know, youngsters have missed the part in India where there was this whole, you know, um, uh, gold rush probably in the beginning. And then there was this whole uh, property, real estate rush where, you know, they've seen their uh, grandfathers and fathers participate. And then there was this whole, uh, you know, the equities market, uh, you know, I would say rush that happened in India. But today for the young population, the millennials and, you know, the ones after them, 
uh, they have never come across an opportunity to be the early investors and reap the benefits maybe five years, ten years down the line. And they see crypto as that medium for them where they think of crypto as the uh, investment opportunity for their generation. And that's why a lot of them are, you know, jumping in to be the early movers in this space. So, yeah, I think uh, that's where uh, crypto is. In, from a regulatory point of view, so just to, you know, clear this out, our government hasn't said anything positive or negative about uh, crypto. They've been mm, more okay. neutral. But the central bank has prevented all the banks under them from dealing with crypto-related businesses and stuff, which is why uh, peer-to-peer works because it's from one person to the other. But uh, an exchange cannot have a bank account in India and you know service uh, except the ad deposits or withdrawal uh, processed withdrawals. So that's where it is. And uh, there was also word recently about a bill in India which uh, proposes a ban and a ten-year jail term, which is true. There was a bill that was created by a committee that was set up. It was a separate mm-hmm. committee set up by the government to understand what crypto is. And uh, this bill does not necessarily mean that it will become law. It's just one of the many proposals. Usually what happens is uh, such bills are then put out for discussion. But even that hasn't happened yet with the bill. So there might also be a possibility the bill might completely be ignored and a new committee set up. So we don't know which direction it is going. But you were right when you said that uh, you know in a country of 1.3 billion people with so many things happening it's really hard for the government to come up with regulations really fast so yeah i think it's going to take some time in india but uh, you know I, and also the whole narrative of crypto you know when uh, one part of the world talks about crypto as uh, replacing fiat it's always uh, you know fiat, the governments will always be cautious when they hear so, those things so yeah we are trying to ensure that the government understands there are more to crypto than just uh, money laundering or terrorism stuff, you know, because you can always control these things with the right mm-hmm. regulations. So we are working towards that right now in India. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Herculean task, but I think that uh, what happens in sometimes historically in these cases, and you were talking about uh, mobile phones and so on, is that the, to- the, the, the tech just simply overtakes uh, lawmakers and they, yes. they're, they're sort of forced to, you know, well, well here's, here's the here's the ecosystem as we find it you know they can they can kind of paint around the edges but uh to stop it is is nearly impossible and and you know frankly counter counterproductive um but i think where you've where you've really hit upon it, especially with your your um being acquired by binance is the crypto to crypto idea so for at least a short time you can sort of <clears throat> stay out of the the fiat on and off ramps um, you know, in, in particular, and deal more in, uh, in just straight crypto to crypto. So to maybe a regulator, you're just, you know, trading back magic, you know, back and forth magic internet beans. And so who cares about that? But when you try to move into the fiat world, <laughs> and, you know, remittances and stuff like that, they I think they tend to get a little sketchy. Am, am I right about that? Or, or um, what, what, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, sort of. So, Vazirex allows you to buy crypto with your fiat, uh, but in a peer-to-peer way, where mm-hmm. we just act as custodians of your crypto. We escrow the crypto, while the buyer transfers the INR, which is our fiat, directly to the seller's bank account, without us having a bank account in between. Ah, okay. So, so that's the mechanism. It's a three-party system. You know, we escrow, you transfer the money to the seller, then we release the crypto to you. 
and uh, that's how this works and uh, it, it's the biggest uh, platform in india today where uh, and the cheapest way to buy crypto in india is through our platform so everyone in india if they want to enter crypto they use wazirx for that unbelievable and so with uh, i guess your your obvious competitor would be local bitcoins but the your advantage seems to me to be many 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 fold in the sense that you're not just tied to one particular crypto right yeah uh, and uh, we also have the exchange right there so once you you know uh, buy crypto with inr then you can start trading crypto to crypto within wazirx and the biggest difference between us and uh, you know let's say a local bitcoins is uh, they are more like a classified listing site the you know your craigslist kind of mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. uh what we have on our peer to peer this what we built was the first world's first auto matching peer to peer so you just uh, you know fill a buy or sell form the way you do on a traditional crypto to crypto exchange and we have an open order book where you see all the prices and the moment there's a match we show you the bank details you make the transfer so there's no listing there's no choosing there's no understanding reviews and stuff of you know how the sellers or the buyers are we do all of that for you behind the scenes and you just have to make the transfer that's all yeah yeah that's that's a really great business model and you were talking about the youth um in india as as sort of picking up the uh the the wave here is is there a case to be made for um coin spices sort of partial to the peer to peer electronic cash sides of things um using it as a as a medium of exchange and um obviously not against investment or saving or anything like that but the the you know kind of using it in everyday life is there much to be said for that in india is there is there much call for it i you know off the top of my head remittances would be um a natural uh, uh use case um or is it is it just like the the momentum is all behind just speculation and, and investment no i think uh, you know when you talk about remittances definitely that is one uh, you know major uh, use case emerging right now because of the whole uh, you know when you do regular normal remittances you lose quite a bit uh, i think recently i read somewhere around 7 to 8% i'm not really sure about this but there's a lot of slippage when you uh, do remittances the traditional way compared to accepting crypto and uh, so that's definitely a, a use case as emerging in india uh, apart from that the other use case which is uh, accepting payments globally because india sees a lot of freelancers working for companies around the globe right right and for, for yeah and for them to accept payments it's a it's a huge headache it's not easy at all so when crypto what happens is you with you know so let's look at this before crypto and after crypto before crypto if i want to work for someone somewhere outside this country i'll have to first figure out is there a easy proper way for me to get money in from that client versus today i just have to see what is the work if it is exciting i just go for it because you know you can pay me with crypto i don't care where you are so i think uh, that is uh, has been like something i've been hearing a lot from freelancers across the country where they say that uh, crypto has made it that simple for them to work with any client not restrict themselves to particular countries mm-hmm. geographies or you know a payment because a lot of times what happens is payments then end up being only in the us dollar that's because globally everyone can talk in it but the amount of slippage that happens in those conversions between both these countries is a lot of uh, money lost for these freelancers and you know every percentage counts when you are working uh, towards uh, making a living 
So it's, I think it's, a, it's an extremely regressive tax of a kind, right? That slippage that you exactly, and, and that's not even tax. <laughs> you know, after you earn, you still have to pay. Back. Right, right. I'm using it as a metaphor, but you're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, I would say it's a very, very innovative uh, thing that, and a very useful thing that has happened where people can conserve their wealth, not just lose it just because there are no easy conversion mechanisms. I think uh, so. I think remittance and uh, this whole uh, freelance ecosystem joining in, I think that those two itself, I think, is a huge market for crypto. It really, really, really is. And uh, before I let you go here, just kind of uh, an anecdote. I didn't realize how many Indians we have in the United States where I'm based. And by chance, I had, uh, I'm, I'm not really prone to watching Trump rallies, but uh, <laughs> Prime Minister Modi was here in the United States and he entered of all places that he would go. He went to Texas, which stereotypically, you know, if, if you want to, you know, again, stereotype Texas, not exactly the most cosmopolitan, you know, international, at least off the top of my head. I, I, if you were, right. to, hey, where should I as an Indian go to, you know, find work? And if they, I would say, you know, New York, California, and all the rest of the places. But anyway, boy, was I wrong. And <laughs> Modi walked out, I don't know if you saw this, to a... It's, it's a, it definitely a sporting stadium, and I don't want to put you know, too high a number on it, but maybe three-fourths of the stadium just packed, and, and they were Indians, and they were going nuts. And I was like, where'd all these Indians come from? Imagine the remittances that can, you know, that would be right. then occurring just from the U.S. <laughs> you and I think exactly like, I'm thinking, oh, look at all the possible crypto wallets that are there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so, so probably then, yeah, you know, yeah. such, uh, such international rallies are probably a great place for uh, distributing probably, you know, pamphlets about crypto then. I guess <laughs> you should get them all on Wazir X, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. But I, I was blown away by, I mean, I've, I've heard there's, there's a definite tech connection, right? The whole, you know, we bring the H1B visa guys over uh, to do the, the work that uh, lazy Americans are just uneducated to do in terms of tech and Indians, you know, kill it in tech. But I, I was, you know, here it is like, the central you don't get more americana than texas and in a you know in, in an american football stadium with trump and they were going bananas for the dude for modi and uh anyway so what how do you is is there do you have much connection this is just just me asking you uh dude to dude uh here do you have much connection uh with with the the the, the u.s and do you, do you see that as, as helping at all in, in, the, in the crypto uh, um, uh, adoption part uh, of, of India? Does it have, is it relevant at all? Yeah, I mean, I have friends all over, uh, you know, mostly, um, in, in mostly in the Valley. I mean, I've spent uh, a good amount of time uh, in uh, San Francisco, I think. Oh, nice. uh, the, last, the last three to four years, I've, every year I've been spending a lot, a lot, a lot of time there. Uh, uh, so I've made some friends and uh, you know uh, stuff. So I keep talking to them all the time. And uh, uh, now I know you now in the US. So uh, I think uh, 
talking to you guys because uh, so, but i see a difference right now where uh, i think in the us in the crypto space it's more defi that uh, i i keep hearing about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's probably because the regulations are a lot more uh, tighter in the us uh, in terms of what you can run as an exchange uh, where defi can just you know circum- and uh, just navigate that whole uh, e- legality aspect compared to india where we are more still in the whole centralized um, you know uh, space i would say defi is yet to kick in out here but i usually see us as a precursor to what happens here so i think you know defi is going to come next year and uh, when i get to know these things i tend to start thinking about it because i know it's going to come here next <laughs> so it's sort of my way to cheat into knowing what is going to be next in india that's fascinating 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 well um good on you uh, congratulations on being picked up by binance and uh, i i forgot to ask i should have asked uh, at the very beginning um are you still going to be ycrx are you still going to be involved um what uh, what changes uh, should uh, should uh, people who use ycrx in india right now uh, expect with uh, with the with the binance acquisition Yeah so Wazirx stays as an independent brand because you know it's really popular amongst the crowd out here and uh, they you know the ones who are using it they really love it so we intend to keep it as an independent brand owned by Binance and continue to grow it the good thing is uh, there'll be more rapid improvements in technology because now we have Binance where we can you know take a lot of help from them uh, on what they've learned and what they've built and we will also integrate our p2p technology within binance.com itself so if indians who are trading already on binance they don't need to necessarily move to wazirx they can just uh, trade within binance and the idea is to take this p2p to more countries where there are banking issues boom well there it is that was the great nishal shetty uh, shetty rather uh, of wazirx uh, ceo and founder um he is doing uh, pretty big things in uh, what i believe is uh, really the future of cryptocurrency in in india Um thanks so much again for coming on and and can you let people know how they find you how they can follow you and and your work. Uh thanks a lot for having me on the show and uh if anybody wants to follow me I'm on Twitter very active my handle is nishal shetty and i s t h a l s h e t t y and uh you can go if you're in India if you want to buy crypto just go over to wazirx.com and you can easily buy it and be part of this whole uh interesting you know revolutionary uh technology that's uh, actually making people go crazy once you get into crypto there's no going back deep deep rabbit hole um well, we are ro- rooting for you thanks again and uh, we'll talk soon thanks edward um and it was great to be on this show